I stopped watching it when I started doing it, mostly because I <clears throat> found myself critiquing it more than mm-hmm. laughing at it, and just never really. I, I find myself getting actually more annoyed when people laugh at shit that isn't funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not funny. <laughs> or I find out like they're like, they have a team of writers or they're stealing jokes or what, you know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of go through it and I'm like, that's just. I, I, uh, I think like the last few of my Netflix have always been, uh, a couple standups have been going through all the Bill Burr specials and stuff like that and just, you know, hearing them. And the, I think the only problem with us hearing them is because you don't want to start quoting a comic because then it's not even original in the first place because the shit I hear is pretty damn funny but at the same time I don't want to be a copying material you know yeah well you don't it's, want to, <clears throat> it's hard for you know a show like this we we do the show and I'm just like all right you know I don't want to say something that Louis CK has said oh know? I'm sure I've fucking even subconsciously well, quoted people that look at this shit what your glasses? Broke, my glass just popped out. Holy shit. Does that mean I have to drive you home? No, I'll be all good. Really? Well, at least with one eye. Really? <laughs> that fucking blows. Yeah, that was a shot. Oh, my God. Oh, well. The lens was too heavy for the frame. Wow, that's just mean. <laughs> Look at them things. Hey, everybody. Welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick and Jonah. Put, Jonah's absent today. You can put some legs on your lenses and make a table. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to nerd this shit and put some tape on this, man. That's sweet. Oh, man, that's brutal. That's a bad break, too. All right, I'm doing the show blind. Do you have other glasses? Yeah, I got one extra shitty pair at home, like <sighs> the shit pair that you never wear. I don't know if you have anything like that. but I have my reading glasses. Uh, well, happy 4th of July, man. Well, it's the 3rd, but happy 3rd of July. By the time people hear this, they'll be long <laughs> celebrated, drank their beer, and popped ha- their fireworks, Happy lost birthday a finger. to my brother. Happy birthday, America. Is Nun's birthday today? It is. July 3rd. We had this great... And Greg Voitanik. Greg was part of it? Oh, shit. I don't follow Facebook. I took my birthday off of Facebook a long time ago, and there's always like 10 people that fucking remember, and it ruins it for me. Yeah, my sister. I took a nine <laughs> off, and my sister's remembering. Happy birthday. And the reason I took it off is because I don't say happy birthday to anybody on Facebook because there's literally somebody every day now mm. in my friend list. And it just feels somewhat, uh, I don't want to say insincere, but at the same point, it's just like, all right, I'm just following the crowd now. I, 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 I do some people. <clears throat> I try to make it so that the... It's unique? Uh, it's unique. Something, Say something funny. Like Greg's wall, I just put Greg. Because <laughs> that's what we do. I could take this lens and make a monocle. <laughs> <laughs> don't tie me to the railroad tracks with your brother-in-law. Dirty Andrew's mustache. Saw Peter yesterday. Oh, Peter! Said I had a great about... time on your birthday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For those that don't know, we went and saw Civil War, uh, the Marvel movie, and we we all got together and we specifically were centered around uh, my brother-in-law Pete's birthday. And the only asshole that did not show up for the event was Pete himself, who slept right <laughs> through the fucking movie, and then calls me as as the uh, the credits are rolling, or the, the opening credits, and he's like, "Oh, should I still come out?" No, Pete, you just stick this one out. And then he asks us to go out at 11 o'clock at night to yes, drink beer. So. which doesn't happen. <laughs> old fuckers, man. Uh, good party yesterday. Celebrated my daughter's birthday and uh, my niece's birthday and my nephew's birthday all at the same time. And you got to attend that. What did you think of three children opening up presents at the same time? Uh, well. <laughs> you look so like... Uh, no, I get it. I like when kids are 
I like when they, you know, get excited about things and um it was just it was chaos because there were nine parent or nine I should say nine adults like shouting the rules of opening the presents. Oh yeah. You know, and it's like it's it's the same thing we used to go through at our house when all the kids and you know, on this person's first and everybody watch and you know, and I, I just like sitting there watching and, you know, seeing if they got something they like. That's always cool. But. I, I do what I do at every thing. I just sit in the chair like I'm told and I don't say anything because regardless if I'm like, all right, Sophia, you open up that. Pre-, you know, like, I'll just get shot down. No, no. She's got to open up the card first. I'm like, OK, fuck nah, it. See, I just make, I'm out of the rules. I just make comments. Yeah, you said something uh, that turned a couple adults heads. Yeah. What the fuck did you say? Oh, something about pornography. Oh, yeah. You said, hey, uh. Ted, you can come to my house and watch porn, and we have plenty of adult toys. And a couple of the <laughs> the olders in the room kind of like glanced, and uh, I don't think Luke said that low enough. <laughs> That's not exactly what I said, but I did use. I don't porn. something porn, something porn related. Well, he Ted had this look on his face of like, "Can I get a break?" Oh yeah, and he looked at me and kind of made this face, and I went, "Hey, you come over to my house, Ted. We'll play play video games. I got porn. It's all good." <laughs> You guys can watch porn together with yeah. Ted and critique the porn. Yeah. Just to critique. The nothing else. Yeah. Probably, um, didn't, probably didn't come out exactly as I would have hoped, but <laughs> what can you do? They can't all be winners. Um, we had our boy uh, Jonah. Jonah's not here today. He's uh, with the family. He's doing Light Up light up Lyle or something? No, the the look to the skies. What the fuck is that? Ice. It's like a balloon thing. We went last year, um, and it was fucking packed. And just for watching balloons go up? It really was. Yeah, all these different kinds of balloons. And and uh, I, I, uh, I mean, people are like, it's wonderful. I'm like, it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> you watch a hot air balloon go up in the air only ah. to wait for the next one to go up in the air. There's one. There's yeah. another. Look at There's that. Another. Balloons. Same concept as helium balloons. Wow. I, I did that when I was a kid once at Danville, Illinois. And my grandma loves balloons, so it was worth it to see her. But DeVille? DeVille. Is that what you call it? That's what we called it when we were Danville? at U of I, DeVille. Well, it was boring then, but there was a there was like a Nintendo kiosk for us kids, and that was like 1989. So I was just in this uh, trailer playing uh, Double Dribble. Uh, awesome yes, fucking game. And I knew the three-point trick, oh, yeah. which was great. The corner. <laughs> have you seen that uh, Family Guy episode when uh, no. Peter, Peter was playing the... Uh, Tech mobile, and he he would take uh, Bo Jackson, and he couldn't be tackled. And he's he's going up, oh, going backwards now. He knew the and trick, he's like, and he's running back, you know, doing the diagonal. And then then he's playing double dribble, and he's like, "All right, we'll play, but you can't do that three pointer from the corner." Oh shit! And he just kept doing it, and he's like, "Oh, look at me, I'm the best," you know. You look it up on YouTube; it really was a classic. That dude, that was how I fucking beat everybody. Dude, you can't do that. Why? It's part of the game. No, there was the unstoppable play in Super Tech Mobile. And uh, I knew how to intercept the unstoppable play. So. Was it San Francisco and yeah. the unstoppable play? Yeah, where it would drag your defender if you tried to cover him from beneath. But We're if you showing... covered him from the top, you could cut in front. We're showing our age. Oh, Tecmo yeah. Super Bowl and double dribble. Once I, once I learned how to stop the unstoppable play, I pretty much was invincible at Super Tech Mobile. Well, um, you're throwing a big bash tomorrow. Yep, look how at our m- table. How many people? I'm guessing maybe 80 to 100. Holy shit. So this is the first year you've done it in how many years? I don't know, three. Because I remember bringing uh, the family here uh, back when she was a toddler. I mean, like, not Allison. 
<laughs> but uh, and the fireworks scaring the living shit out of her because they were coming from all directions. Because your neighbors blow up. Got to well, be that was thousands of dollars. That was the year I did it on the third. Okay. And I'd always done it on the fourth, and it, the way and that year it wasn't as successful because people plan stuff. The reason the fourth always works is because. Generally, people don't plan stuff for yeah. the fourth. They're looking to go to somebody's barbecue, or they go, like or it. they like go watch fireworks. Sure. Well, my neighbor gets, I think, ten to fifteen thousand dollars worth of fireworks every year. I mean, he oh starts God. saving for it tomorrow, and he always blows <laughs> them off on the third. So they were like, they were like, "Why did you have it on the third, dude? Why you you always have it on the fourth? I'm like, I do, you know, like it didn't even occur to me. Sure, and we it wasn't as crowded. There was only like forty people that year, but. Um, yeah, the times before it's been, and you never buy fireworks. No, no, you just get the food and just. Well, there's, there's so there's much going on. Two houses across the field that blow off good stuff, and then our neighbors blow off stuff, and I, you know. So somebody uh, was asking me yesterday, uh, believe it or not, like, is can you go to Colorado and get pot uh, and drive it home because it's legal to buy it there? I'm like, no, that's trafficking. And they're like, I don't understand why it's trafficking. I'm like, it's like going to Indiana to buy fireworks. It's the same yeah. shit. You can't just bring it home, you know. It's like, they, they couldn't grasp that it's concept. Like, it's like going to Bangkok and getting a 12-year-old hooker and yeah, bringing you, her you back. you can't bring it home. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bangkok shit. <laughs> um, a guy uh, who was supposed to come to the party, and then he messaged me. He's a coach at Michigan Wrestling, who I wrestled with in high school. Uh, called me. He's like, ah, I'm not going to make it down. And he was like, I'm going to be there on the weekend. But he was trying to plan his recruiting trips mm. around that. And he, um, in high school, came up to me, you know, and I was like 15. And he's like, hey, what's the capital of Thailand? I go, huh? I'm like, I don't know. And he goes, Bangkok. And he punched me in the balls. Classic one. Yeah. And I went Classic down. one. I was like, oh. <laughs> you guys could steal that. It's an oldie, but a goodie. Yeah. <laughs> Amongst your friends. And then you know you got to punch someone in the dick. You got to you got to fucking follow through with There's it. There's like nothing like having a friend, a good enough friend that you can punch in the dick. That's bosom buddies. Yeah, yeah. Well, good enough friends. Yesterday, and this, I was in tears yesterday. Uh, it was me, Brennan, and Jonah. We're sitting around, and Jonah was talking about all the coffee he drank. And I believe the exact line was, "Oh man, I had I already had four cups of coffee today." And then Brennan goes, four cups of semen." And I just lost it because there was no reason for him to say it. No, it was, and there was there was kids around, (laughs) which is even worse. His parents were like a table over, but he didn't censor himself at all. And I don't think think his parents are probably used to Brendan. But just just fucking out of nowhere, and I just lost it. I couldn't, I couldn't. That's that's good friends right there, where you can just bust. (laughs) And Jonah never used to drink coffee. It's a funny thing. But he's always drinks. <laughs> yes. Well, he used to come down. Look, when he lived here, he'd come down. And I always made coffee. <clears throat> and I think Aaron drank coffee. She would have a cup. Mm. But Jonah would come down, and he'd get a Turbo Cups cup. He only drank He only drank out of Turbo Cup cups. Hey, I had special. glasses in there. He'd get those. He'd always had, like, 15 Turbo Cups here. <laughs> and he would get them. And then, and then he would he would drink water, and he would guzzle it like it was like he'd been walking through the desert. He would dump it, the whole thing down. He's like, and he'd make it like I'm like Jesus, man. He'd have to hydrate. I'm like, what do you? Is Aaron pour sand down your throat while you sleep? <laughs> One kernel at a time. Um. So 
going going back to the the pot thing, I, I had something interesting happen to me. I um I had my family over for uh, the little one's birthday party on her actual birthday. We just did a little ice cream and cake at the house, and I don't even know how the conversation came about. But my nephew comes up to me, my my sister's boy, and he's thirteen, and he starts talking about drugs and everything like that. So I think he's like at the age where he's starting to see. A lot of people do shit in high school or like he's, he's graduating eighth grade. So maybe he just heard about it. He's about to go to high school and you know, the inquisitive nature of a kid, they're automatically the first thing they ask is, well, did you ever do it? You know? And I just get in this conversation with him. Like, no dude, I, I didn't do any of that. I was pretty straight edge. I was like, well, one thing that I did do was uh, drink all the time. And then it just put in my head that, you know, my daughter will be his age in six years. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, like, holy shit, I was doing this terrible shit. And, like, really drinking, too. Maybe I had, like, four or five beers, but as a 13-year-old, which is pretty damn young. But it was just the environment that I was exposed to. Right. So I was I was just kind of grasping, like, if she's anything like her old man, you know, she could be exposed to friends that do that shit or have access to that stuff. And how do you go about having the conversation with them? Like he's having with me, it was it kind of freaked me out a little bit. I felt really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I just scared. Like man, she's she's gonna be exposed to fucking drugs and booze and all this other shit. And what what do you say? How do you sound like a a parent that's really concerned, knowing that I did all this terrible shit to begin with? I didn't smoke pot or anything like that, but I was around all those people the because... entire time. Like, how do you tell them, like, yeah, you shouldn't do it, but I fucking did it. <laughs> well, it's not about being, it's not about being, uh, uh, you know, worried about someone calling you a hypocrite. Yeah. It's yeah. about protecting your child. So you say what you got to say. I didn't do that. I did, you know, I waited, I, I, you know, I tried it or whatever, but I was always safe or, you know, I always made sure I had a driver. You always... And you got to approach these kids. I mean, you got to be realistic because you approach them and you say, if you say, don't drink, don't go to parties with alcohol, don't be around people who drink, don't make friends with people who drink, don't be around people who, uh, I mean, it's, it's going to be there. That? How do you do that? Yeah. What you say is if you find yourself in a situation, you, you need to create a level of trust where if you find yourself in a situation where someone's been drinking that is driving or whatever, you always can call me, I'll come get sure. you. Um and you teach them what you don't. You don't teach them to be unrealistic. You teach them to make good decisions. That's all you can really do. I, guess. I mean, it's, it definitely scared me. That's for sure. I mean, and the one thing that I that I also thought about is like she's got some fears that I never even assumed in my day and age, just with the phones and the pictures and sure. everything like that. I mean, her whole fucking. Are you worried that she's going to sext people? No, nothing like that. I'm more worried about her. Maybe she has a beer or something like that, which is every fucking kid that's at a party always has a beer or something like that. Sure. What if what if somebody takes a picture of her, puts it online, shit like that, that's in, you know, gets her put in jail for some reason mm-hmm. or drinking as a minor. Like, I never had to worry about Lessons that Lessons learned. Never had to worry about that Lessons shit. Lessons learned. I mean, it happens. All yeah. this stuff is approaching too fast, man. The birthday really... Uh, Not for me. You know what the best part about opening them presents was yesterday? Belly splash. <laughs> Well, knowing that we could walk away, you can. You had you had uh, your nieces over the other day. That was pretty cool. Like, how how often do you watch uh, 
watch the kids around here. We don't really. I mean, no one really asks us to watch them, and I don't really volunteer. Amy volunteers. It, they they you know once a year that we have like the sleepover where they all come over, um, and it's turned into like a girls thing. Mm-hmm. So, so you're just kind of like, which is a good thing because they they do like you know their nails and. So you go up and play PS4? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and then they put on the movie and, uh, you know. You just right? leave it like that? Yeah, I mean, they. I was out, They my youngest, uh, or the youngest one, Lily, was, you know, I, she had to go with her to catch fireflies, which was fine. And, mm. you know, they did some more. Amy's, Amy's really good about playing. Oh, my shit. God. Like, she plans, she's like, so motherly, night, it's crazy. And she's like... You know, she goes, oh, will you pick up some brownies? And I went on this whole fucking tantrum about, why the fuck do we got a fucking, you know, <laughs> they got enough fucking shit. You know, they got popcorn, they're going to have s'mores, they got pizza. Jesus Christ. You know, so my niece comes in, oh, are we having brownies and <laughs> vanilla ice cream? God fucking, you no, know, Uncle Luke said, that, and they look at me, and I'm like, no, God, honey, so I have Uncle to go Luke's to the, a dick. Then I have to go to the fucking store and get... And get ice cream and brownies <laughs> the eleventh hour, but you did it, and you did it. It got me out of the house, which means you got brownie points and brownie points. Ah, that was fucking great. Um, so something weird happened yesterday uh, while we were all at the party and we were all chilling. I think I had mentioned that uh, the company that I am the United States office for went viral yesterday. Uh. We posted up a video, and as of yesterday night, it was um, at 2 million hits right when you and Amy left. And this morning, it was at 2.4 million hits. Um, the reason I'm telling you this is because it's on Facebook. So 2.4 million. So put our freaking yeah. podcast link well, on there. there. This, <laughs> here, here's, here's, here's the kind of crazy part. And I was mentioning to Jonah after you had left that um, so 2.4 million people watched this video. And there's a thousand likes now on our Facebook page. It's up from 400 after like three days. So 2.4 million hits really only translates to about 700 people hitting the like button. Wouldn't you assume that would be a hell of a lot more of 2.4 million people heard your shit or saw your shit that only 700 really take interest in it? Isn't that kind of crazy that the, the law that's like what? Less than one of one percent. I don't know. I don't even know what you're saying to me. Okay, so of two point four million. No, I understand. I understand see, that process. Just see our. I just yet. don't know where you get these numbers. Well, the, just based on what. Uh, so our our numbers was like okay, you have four hundred people that like your page, or three hundred fifty, whatever, and then overnight it's a thousand. So seven hundred people said, "Oh, I like this." But well, that I, was based I, off of one video. But two million people saw the video. I watch stuff and like it, and don't always click like. I, I just think you're like, wow, it takes that many people to translate into so few thumbs up. Like is so generic, though. I, you know, I, I click that. on shit. I I click on stuff and say I like it when I couldn't give a fucking shit just based on the person. I People worry about their likes. It Well, it makes it go to the top. That's why you want the people to like your shit, because then if you and me are like browsing the Facebook page, it gets boosted to the top. That's the reason you want the thumbs up. That's the why people want to show you your cute little outfit you chose for saturday night you know oh like it so everyone can fucking see it if nobody likes your shit then it just falls it's like that one kid in south park you know <laughs> kip 
<laughs> Kip Gordy, something like that. Oh, shit. So you have no friends. I I just it was crazy. I've gotten uh, twenty five messages. Uh, I was doing work all morning, just writing people that wanted to know more about the tools. All from that, but it's still it's not that many considering <clears throat> two million people. Well, saw that's this good. Shit. I mean, that's that's a good thing, man. So that's... we got to figure out a way to get two million people to look at ours, just so we can get to that three hundred like mark on our Facebook. Put the page. fucking link. <laughs> Take that tool link. What I'm saying is. Put it, attach it to the, you're going to get a disease page. That's fucking brilliant. That's I know, actually, and I don't even know you, I can I do that. I think you can actually do that, believe it or not. Like, mess up, and mess up the link, too. So well, that they click on it to watch the video, and then it goes to our page. I got to be honest with you, they, they asked me to draw uh, comic strips for them as commissioned work, and so I, I put up the first one, like, two weeks ago, and they asked me to do a series now. Who's they? Uh, the company that, I don't want to name the company on the show, but... Why? Uh, I don't know, I like don't like mixing pleasure and work and this is pleasure to me so um but you're talking about work but saying the company makes it work yeah i think so <laughs> i don't want to i don't i i don't ah, your logic we do the shit we say on this show i'd rather as few people know who that person is in the business world as opposed to this person in the fuck around saying weird shit about obama world so um they they asked me to commission the artwork for them, but that that translates back to my drawings, and I've already seen people starting to filter from that. So maybe if I can get two million people to look at a fucking piece of artwork, that'd be awesome. And then we can all retire off of that internet money, man. <laughs> yep, it's gonna happen. Up in Canada, buddy. it's gonna happen. In Canada, in that internet money. <laughs> See, I got another one right now. Um, so let's let's uh let's do some topics, man. I don't have a lot for the show. I'm a bad producer. Yes, you are. But I wanted to talk about the Pope. And I posted this on your and Jonah's uh, text a little while ago uh, about our good Pope uh, saying stuff about the gays. Do you remember this at all? I I mean, I, I don't know. Specifics? I'll read it to you. Um, this, this was almost a little bit of a shocking thing. I, I like <laughs> Pope Francis is, um, is a Jesuit pope. And he's a lot more, I'd say, on the progressive-leaning side than the traditional uh, popes that we've had in the past, like John Paul and everything like that. Um, So this comes from NPR. Pope Francis says, Church should apologize to gays and other marginalized groups. This is from June 26th. Uh, Aboard a flight home from Armenia, Pope Francis fielded a pointed question from reporters. Uh, in the wake of the Orlando shooting, German Cardinal Reinhard Marx said that the gays deserve an apology from the church. I'm not sure what the context of that statement was. The Pope's answer was frank. I believe that the church not only should apologize to the person who is gay whom it has offended, but has to apologize to the poor, to exploited women, to children exploited for labor, it has to ask forgiveness for having blessed many weapons. Uh, the church must say it is sorry for not having behaved as it should many times, many times. And when I say the church, I mean we Christians, because the church is holy. We are the sinners, the Pope said. We Christians must say we are sorry. What do you, you're a Christian, mm-hmm. and... I know that you have a certain viewpoint where it's like, you know, 
you don't feel responsible. Uh, like, why should we have to say sorry to somebody like that? It's like I didn't do this in particular. What do, what do you what do you feel about his sentiments regarding this? Because it it really well, what is you, almost I, shocking I, I, for a pope. I to don't say, think he thinks that we're supposed to walk around and apologize to people. I think what he's saying is there's been a a, a legacy of sort of a pompous holier than thou attitude by many many religious people mm-hmm. all religions they you know they 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 talk at you like it's their job to to teach you and your job to listen and i've come across this with uh christians from different sects uh you know i had my friend who's a born again christian some guy i never i think it's his brother-in-law we we were talking about something and it barely touched on anything about religion but we were just sort of having a lighthearted conversation and this guy jumps in and starts trying to debate me and he quotes all these bible verses and then i put a bible verse that contradicts what he's saying I and i said a lot the, yeah but he and then then he posts about <clears throat> 50 links this long it probably took the dude 20 minutes to find all this stuff type it out get it and it pops up and i looked at it and i gave him your standard tldr <laughs> um which stands for obviously too long, didn't read. And I said, you know, if I didn't have better things to do, I can find stuff on the internet too that would tell you you're wrong. So, and I said, can I, and I said, can I give you some advice? And he said, sure. And I said, I appreciate the fact that you believe strongly in what you believe and you'd like me to believe the same thing. But as someone who basically is a salesman, you know, I deal with the public, I want them to buy my product. Yeah. Started in sales out of college, the whole shebang. I said, if you just talk to people, you'll probably get a lot further than trying to hit them over the head with a hammer. I said, because you just went on this rant and posted all this shit. I said, I didn't read a single word of it because I don't, I'm not inclined to read it because I don't know you. And honestly, I don't really have respect for your opinion because I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't care. All right. So, but going back to the original question, I mean, that's that's the attitude that a lot of people have is, you know, the Catholicism traditionally has uh, taken a stance that homosexuality is a sin. All right. Okay. Many people have approached that as, and I had this discussion with Ken, uh, who is get a those guys man. on the show for God's sake? They told some crazy story about some guy following them. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Dude, I want to talk to them. So, um, but. I had this discussion with him, and I said, look, I'm a Catholic. It doesn't, I said, that is the closest religion to my beliefs. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be 100% unless we have the religion of Luke. You know what I mean? It's coming. Well, <laughs> Gospel of Luke, it's coming. <laughs> Luke speaks truth. Anyway, um, but I said, I don't necessarily agree with everything. My religion can believe that homosexuality is a sin. Okay, it also believes premarital sex is a sin. I've done that, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it <laughs> you gotta, also believes you really weigh your sins. missing <laughs> church is a sin. Sure. I've done that. Yeah. It believes stealing is a sin. I've done that. Lying is a sin. I've done that. You know what I mean? You're just so checking for off me the to, commandments at this point. But for me to stand there, I mean, pretty much anything but killing people, you might as well just run down the gamut for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But for me to then sit there and say, you're gay, you're going to hell. That's pretty fucking condescending. You know, nobody leads a perfect life. 
everybody is a sinner. So there's an old an old saying, love the sinner, hate the sin. I don't have to sit here. Now, granted, I don't really, I don't think God's going to look and go, oh, you're gay, you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, so let's just say that I did believe that homosexuality is a sin or premarital sex is a sin. Yeah. Okay. I don't have to sit here and treat you like you're less of a person because of that. And that's what the Pope is saying. We sit there and we talk down to people when we are guilty of the same thing, sure. which is sin. I, I I think it's never been expressed by a leader of a faith. Of course not, because so it, it shows weakness. It's it's, it's uh, and not we or not weakness, but it can it can convey weakness to people who are against you. Like I I will never be somebody that uh, I think ever falls in any religious uh, sector ever again in my life, um, and I probably won't. It's just not me. But when you hear something like that, that that's kind of my viewpoint. Um, it's like everyone should be on the same playing field. Like once you get to that high and mighty status, and I have family members that see this and wonder if this pope is corrupted. I swear to God, they're like, "Is he really?" And here, I'm going to take something to task, and you could disagree with me. Uh, and this is not based on you. I mean, but you were just saying um, the Orlando shootings, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, after the Orlando shootings, I fucking. I listened to way too much political radio, and one of them in particular I was listening to was um, the Joe Walsh show and the Red Eye at Night, and uh, they were taking homosexuals to task. And you go, how could you be so progressive and liberal and defend this radical Islamic faith? And you say, your progressivism is the ones getting you killed uh, because if this was their country. They would throw you off a roof. They would stone you if you were gay. You know, God bless America. It's an honest question. And, well, this is where I this is where I find problems with the question because the people that are saying this and preaching out to the homosexual community, I want to take them and say, but don't you feel that they're going to hell? Because the majority of you are very, very right wing, hardcore Christian Catholics. So at the Have end, they stated no, I just want to that say, they believe no, they're going to I'm hell. I'm just saying they they don't they don't say it. They say it's not me. It's not for me to judge. It's for God to judge. And I hate that answer because that's just a fucking chicken shit way of saying. Okay, I think they are, but I'm not going to say it out loud because I don't want to lose my job. Just say it because I think a majority of Catholics out there will think. Well, at the end of the day, that gay guy is going to hell. So. So you're not stoning him, you're not killing him, but you're condemning condemning that person in your mind to an eternity. No, of you're hell. not condemning. You're you're you're. The, I got to address each thing. Okay, all first right. off, if none of them ever said, "I believe gay people are going to hell," then no, you they can't won't say, say it. you can't. Well, they won't say it. Well, you can't say that they. That's what they. I believe. can say they're chicken shit. For what? Not saying what you yes, want them for to not say. Saying what they believe. How do you know they believe it? Have they ever said it? Well, they won't say they don't believe it. So I'm saying, oh, so you don't believe they're going to hell. I can't say. I I don't believe they're going to hell, and I don't believe that they're not going to hell. I don't know. I don't know what the the ramifications of what what where the cutoff is. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea who goes to heaven. You just said a few minutes ago that you don't believe gay people should be condemned to hell. You don't. I don't believe believe personally. I don't. But I'm not God. I'm not God. I don't know what he's. What is? I mean, what if? What if we? Let me ask you this. Well, let me. What if we? What if we die and I go to God and he says, "Oh, Luke, you were so fucking wrong." Let me. Let me ask you this. All right, you say you're not God. 
if you found out the God you've been worshiping all this time is like, oh, homo, hell, homo, hell, homo, hell. Like, is that something you want to worship? Is that the fucking... If there's one the God and he is actually a God, <laughs> okay? I'd be like, fuck you, dude. Put me in hell with the rest of them. Well, I, you know... I'm I, sorry. That, what a... What a Really? You gave man free will, no, but, you know... What I believe... That's... Is God is a God of, of kindness, but at the same time, he's still God. Oh. And I know I'm not 100% right about everything. I'm sure when I die, he's going to go, oh, they remember that one night? You shouldn't have done that. And uh, I'll be like, oh, geez, I know. But, I mean, it's not anyone's place to sit in judgment of someone's moral standing. I mean, sure, we all can sit and roll our eyes and go, oh, she's a whore. You know? Uh, <laughs> I did that three times yesterday. <laughs> but I'll never stop and say that, per- I mean, short of like Hitler. I, I'm pretty. Oh. I'm pretty sure Hitler's in hell. I think the book is closed on Hitler. Yeah. Okay. There's some obvious. <laughs> there's some fucking gimmies. Okay. He's a mulligan for you know. Him. I think someone like Mother Teresa, who spent much of her life sure treating people, you know. And I love these people that come out and try to like make Mother Teresa look bad. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, she's a fucking human. They find these little flaws with her and go, Oh, ha, ha, see. Yeah. And I'm like, No, we're not sitting here worshiping her like she's a god. Okay. I know this pope who is a good guy, has sinned. Okay, I know, because God said no one will be flawless. But I'm not going to pretend like I know where what, what God in the end will judge. I, I believe and hope that anyone with goodness in their heart goes to heaven. That's what I believe. All right. But I also don't know what's in everybody's heart. Uh, what about a majority of uh, me saying... Let's say if you're if you're hardcore right Christian Catholic, and you, most of the hardcore the, rights are not the, Catholics. The end game Protestant. The they're, end game. They're the, more like born again. The end game for homosexuals in their mind, and I have family members that believe this. The end game is if you had gay sex, you're going to hell. Okay. All right. So asking gay people to condemn the Muslim community or whatever it is the radical like. Don't again, isn't that belief kind of the same? The Muslims are just doing no, because it in person. Here's the difference. Yeah. The difference. Because you're 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 putting that power on the Christians. That's what you're saying, and that's why you're wrong in saying that they're being chicken shit. Because you're saying, Well, why don't they just send them to hell then? Well, they're not. They're saying this is what I well, believe. They, they used I to believe in I believe a lot of stuff. Okay. Just because I don't force it. You know, I believe that um, Donald Trump is a dick and should be punched in the face. Am I a chicken shit because I don't go punch oh, him in the face? Oh, we got to about the Jew thing. <laughs> but, is that a, but am I a chicken shit for not going and punching him in the face because no. I believe some, no, that no, no, he deserves no, 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 to be no, no. punched in the face? That's a physical activity. I mean, well, if, but if, somebody, is, if somebody's asking you're saying your belief, it's the same thing. If somebody's Muslims asking your belief, are I actually, don't want you to be chicken shit about it. Muslims are actually killing people for being gay. Yes. There's a big difference between so killing Catholics someone. Catholics and Christians. They just don't do it anymore. I mean, it's like... So they did. There's a lot of people that did things. That's another fucking thing. What? Don't hold the Crusades over my head, something that happened 500 Nobody years Crusades, before. Nobody mentioned Crusades, dude. But they were killing happens. homosexuals that happens in like, extermination oh. camps they, we say, like we say, 70 years ago. So We say there are people who, you know, that's like holding Germans responsible for Hitler today. Oh, I had this long conversation in bar about that. Oh but my hey, god! But that's what I'm saying is you can't hold someone responsible Ob- for something obviously. that happened in the past. The sins of the past should not be. But uh, you know when we on say the, when the I present. say when I come through and say, you know, the extreme Muslims 
are wrong for stoning and I'm, stoning I'm women too. Yeah. stoning women who who rape who are raped and calling them adulterers or throwing homosexuals off a roof with their hands and feet tied I condemn them as wrong I think that, you should. You should well, condemn it. Yeah, but yeah, I've had people come back. There. I've had people come back and go, "Well, you know, in the Crusades and back in fifteen, give me a fucking well, break." Well, I'm okay? getting tired of the conservative talk host that say the, the you homosexuals out there should want to build that wall and keep people out and all this other shit because of this particular incident. Well, they're looking for support for their obviously, side. yeah, and obviously. There is a certain irony. I would have in, never thought of yeah. a gay liberal <laughs> opening his arms to a Muslim and then the Muslim shooting him. There's a there's a certain irony in that, but it's also not all Muslims are shooting homosexuals. Thank you. There for saying are that. gay Muslims. There's talk that this guy might have been gay. He, he, though the, the the book is uh, pretty open, and this guy uh, he had a secret lover. That that dude was a brutal looking dude too, and he came forward. And there's video surveillance of those two together. Okay, and so, so yeah, he was he was obviously so he was he was very. But you're but to closeted. say that someone is chicken shit or a liar, oh, or I, I'll wrong, still stand by that chicken. Well, shit. but you're 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 what you're saying is if you believe someone's going to hell, then you're the same as killing someone for their sin. I, I was just saying that's what the correlation was. Right? It's really not. Yeah. It's a it's a hundred percent different. We'll thing. agree to disagree, but besides the point, I still believe if somebody's. Uh, Condemning the gay community, but they won't say if they believe they're going to hell or not after they condemn them or something like that. That to me is a chicken. Didn't you say that you wouldn't have killed baby Hitler? I would not have killed baby Hitler. I would have thrown him out the window and hoped for the best. (laughs) But don't you think, (laughs) but do you believe that he may have been the most evil person on the planet? Yeah, part of me, part of, well, I think it was Jonah that said he wouldn't kill him. Or he said he'd stab him in the face. I can't remember. It was one of the two. It was very black and white. But and look, I, I was think, the extreme of I, I'd stomp him. I yeah. Like I, I think the biggest problem was when you're when you're uh, you're looking at a child, it's kind of hard to to push the button. So, but <laughs> would you say that Hitler, at the end of that war, if he had not committed suicide, probably deserved to be executed? Oh no doubt. I believe in the death penalty. But so. you wouldn't have done it. Not as an infant. I, man, that'd be really difficult. I think you're a chicken shit. Yeah, you can call me chicken. And you know what? I'll accept but you that. See, that's a, I think but that, I'll accept that. But that's but that's my point is... is and I, I have is, a good argument. It's very difficult of, for me to look a baby a in of, the eyes and squeeze the life out of it, his little face. Oh, I would have so. stomped him like I was making baby wine. <laughs> um, Trump. Let's go to Trump real quick because I sent you a text. This will be a quick one. But um, so he's, bla- is, he, he's, bl- talk about he's blaming, so the, he's blaming this Trump. on an intern. An intern. Uh, okay. So apparently, an intern has access to his Twitter account. He probably. Put up, you think Trump's out there twittering? He tweets like eight times a day. He's probably got something. Tweet that. <laughs> Make sure you work. I, I have no doubt that it's Trump with a comment, but he put up a picture of Hillary Clinton. Now this is just. Oh my god! Okay, Hillary Clinton, and they did a Fox News poll, which would be the most fair and balanced of all the polls. Uh, that she is the most crooked politician uh, ever. And he put like this, you know, hey, you're the most crooked politician ever. You're number one. And he did it with a stack of $100 bills behind her and a big star of David, which said uh, corrupt inside of it. Some, some okay. not verbatim. I, you didn't notice it right away if you would have just seen it. And I showed it to Jonah and he didn't put two and two together. <laughs> I mean, this is just common sense dictate that. Either he is completely stupid 
or he's putting out a dog whistle. There's only two options. I, I don't know, man. Somebody's got to vote for him, and he seems to just like be working his way down. Maybe he doesn't want to be president, and he's like, "Fuck, it's so, too late to back out now." I I'll just go defend everyone. Shit. I got conspiracy shit for you because it's funny you say Donald Trump doesn't want to be president. There's two conspiracy theories I wanted to bring forward. First, he wants Hillary to be president. First one is Bill Clinton is trying to sabotage Hillary Clinton's campaign. Loretta Lynch is the Attorney General uh, of the United States, and she's in charge of checking out Hillary Clinton's emails. So the FBI is obviously doing all these questions and everything like that. So lo and behold, uh, on the tarmac of one of her flights, Loretta Lynch is sitting in an airplane, and who shows up but good old Bill Clinton, and they have a 30-minute closed-door meeting. So, of course, every right-winger out there, Republicans, like, you see this shit? This is fucking collusion. Bill Clinton is meeting with Loretta Lynch on a plane to discuss the FBI investigation about Hillary Clinton. This is clearly, clearly a way for her to fucking weasel her way out of this shit. He's going to tell her, hey, if you do this, I'll give you these favors, blah, 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 blah. Very, it's viable, as far as I'm concerned. The they should two-step. They should never have met in an airplane and a closed door meeting for thirty minutes. They said they talked about grandkids. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure you did. Um, so apparently, uh, and I, I would actually believe this. Uh, Hillary says Bill Clinton wasn't scheduled to meet her at all. He's, she was actually upset that he met with her, and I, I actually take that at face value that she's upset. And the reason he met with her is to try and sabotage her campaign. Because he is trying desperately, and and if you notice the last few uh, public appearances by Bill Clinton, he's had a lot of faux pas. He said certain things that are like against her policies and stuff like that. He does not want to be remembered for her legacy. He wants to be remembered for his legacy. So he's going to do whatever it takes to sabotage his wife. What do you think about that? Well, first off, when I read that, I thought it said Loretta Lynn, and I'm like, who gives a fuck if Bill Clinton met with a country singer? That was my first thought. Um, it's collusion! I think that he definitely discussed Hillary. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, I think that's the way it's always been, and he would be stupid if he didn't, if he wanted to help her. It was stupid I mean, for them fuck. to meet. Stupid if for I could, them to meet. If my wife was being investigated for a uh, felony, and I could meet with the person and try to convince them otherwise, uh, I would do that. You know what I mean? What's wrong with that? What's he supposed to sit back and go, I support any decision on Hillary. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Dude, Um, she she even said, like, what are are you supposed to do? Say no to a a former president in a meeting? Yeah, well, you can say no, but, I mean, I'm sure she probably wanted to hear what he had to say. Oh, she Um, she even came out and said it was a a really stupid decision. I don't know if Wants Hillary or doesn't want Hillary to be president? I don't. I don't. I don't think it really matters. Bill's going to do what Bill does. And Sleep with some interns, baby. Let's I don't make this shit happen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Bill Clinton wants. Uh, I mean, I, besides pussy. Um, but I, it's his end game. His end game some, is get, get some more pussy. If Hillary's in the White House, she'll be too busy. <laughs> she'll be dropping bombs and shit. And I'll be dropping balls. Um, the other conspiracy theory is that the. And this we might have mentioned on the show before is that Trump is the Clinton plant. Dude, you said he is trying to do everything he can in his power 
to lose this presidency, and his his poll ratings are now um, in the shitter. There's an 81% chance that Hillary Clinton's going to be the next president, according to 538.com, and Nate Silver is the guy that runs that website, and this motherfucker is right about 85% of the time uh, when it comes to sporting events, it comes to, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, he's, I think every primary he got right with the exception of two, and he's been doing uh, political stuff for the last three elections, so ah, what do you think, man? Trump he's, is no, trying he's to not, get... He's not, the, he's not the plant. He's not because a plant? there's no one in the world that thought Trump was going to get the fucking Republican nomination, probably including Trump. And that's probably why at this point he's like, well, shit, I worked before. I'm just going to say whatever the fuck I feel like saying and see where it goes. And he fired his campaign manager. Uh, they said his fundraising has only raised a million bucks. He still pleads that he's self-funding his campaign, yet I got a letter on my email from Trump uh, to, whatchamacallit, to send a donation. So I thought it was self-funded, but that's just, just me. Um the other the other theory that I was talking to Brennan and, and the guys about is like I think his end game is that he wants to start a TV channel. This was all a means to an end to start his own network, like CNN and Fox News and everything, the Trump News or something like he that. He could have started that anyway. He this is the push that he needs to get in the political area, and once he establishes the fact that he is a major political force. He doesn't intend on winning this election. He intends on starting on his own channel, something that he can get financial backers. Uh, he's already got so much support from a very hard right conservative leaning people that don't want immigration or anything like that. That's my theory. What do you think of that? I I, I don't know about starting a TV. How the fuck would I know he's starting a TV channel or not? Well, the only reason he would do this is for something big, and that would be the biggest thing he could do. No, you are wrong. No. He does it for something big. It's called his ego. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't want to come out of this looking like an asshole. He wants he to come already out of does. This, he wants to come out of this looking. He was an asshole he's before he ran, dude. He's going to spin it. He's going to be like, on. I think he's going to try and be like, see, the the media establishment won't let me say anything. They're the ones that screwed up this election for me. Come with me to Trump News. He could have done that anyway. No, huh? a lot of them guys, you know, fuck it, did did. Uh, what the fuck? Ted Turner need uh, election to, to start CNN? Did, no, he did not. Did uh, Rupert Murdoch need an no, election to? Okay, so he didn't need no fucking election. <laughs> Trump was an asshole years ago, before he ran for president. Well, I'm done talking about politics. You want some Good, lighter, lighter news? I'd like to not talk about Trump anymore. I don't care. Too bad you got four or five more months of this shit. All right, in the news. Glasgow, Scotland, a teenage waitress who was told to wear a skirt and makeup so she would be easy on the eyes won a uh, discrimination claim. She's 18 years old. Her name is Erin Sandilands. She was taken aside by her manager at a Caccini's Bistro in the Scottish part of Adrasen and told to look more feminine for the punters, which is a restaurant term for patrons. I've never heard that in my life. After she complained... The student who was working on a call as needed was told that her services were no longer uh, necessary, and she was fired from her position, and she was not given the shifts because she refused to wear a skirt and makeup. Uh, so the reason I bring this to your attention is because 
it wasn't part of her uniform or anything like that. But they they told her to look prettier. She won her case. It's like ten thousand bucks they're gonna give her. What's your take on that? Should a restaurant is it seem that that misogynistic to say, hey, you know, I, again, we don't know the context and what, how it was said, but clearly she has a case. Well, I'd just say to be easier on the eyes. I mean, there's a way to approach it. I mean, maybe she was looking scuzzy. That's and what I'm saying. And you can walk in and say, there's a better way to say it. Like, you know, if you come in looking a little bit more professional, a little bit By more the way, like you give a shit. There's no pictures. So like I've told, I've told, I had an employee that used to come in to drive um, and he, it was obvious he rolled out of bed and came in. All right. And the, like he had very big hair and you could see like one side of it matted down. And he would always, oh, it's because I had my window down. I'm like, really? The wind mats your side of your head down? <laughs> Some fucking hurricane force wind there, yeah. Jim. <laughs> and I told him, I said, you look like a fucking serial killer. I wouldn't open my door for you. Bringing a pizza to my door because you look like, um, and I, I've told waitresses, you need to smile more. You're out there with this scowl on your face. Um, and I've told people, you need to come to work a little bit, dressed, a little, you know, clean up, take a shower. You know, don't just roll out of bed and throw your hair in a ponytail and come in and look all scuzzy. There's a better way to approach it then. You'll be easier on the eyes for uh, the yeah. customers. And, and granted, that's what she says was said to her. And she clearly won the case because she had another employee back her up on her claims. But I... It, it seems to me like there's more to this than meets the eye. And it scares me that anybody can say, oh, Luke told me that my hair looks shitty. You know, can can this be so frivolous at one point where people can attack an owner for something so ridiculous? Oh, Luke said I need to smile more, but this is my normal face. You know, some bullshit like that. And go well, after smile more. I, you're you're you, I've told I had one girl. I said, if you smile, I said, you have a nice smile. If you smile, I guarantee your tips will go up. And what about my tits? What? She she came to me a month later and said, "Oh my God, you are so right." You know, because I'd be like smile, and I'd remind her, "Make sure you smile." Now dress I pretty, said, and I tell them, "Fake it to make it." Even if you're not in the mood to smile, you fake it to make it. Um. Yeah, it's just, it's just a weird. We get into these minefields with business, and uh, I mean, you look it's hard at, to approach it. Sometimes you know how uh, Tilted Kilt gets away with firing girls for. Uh, being overweight or whatever. Well, Hooters in particular, uh, and I don't know if this is true, but I've heard it from a waitress at the Orland Park Hooters, and I didn't know her, but they she had mentioned off the cuff, and again, could be absolute bullshit, that they did um, a test with a bar stool to see if your ass fat was too much. Like if you're if you're um, they would sit on a bar stool, and if the their butt rolled over the chair or something like that too much, they would ask them to lose weight. And I that seemed really kind of like way too hardcore. I don't I, think they would I, ever do that at a commercial restaurant like that. I or, don't know how Hooters is set up, but I know Tilt to Kilt in particular because I had a girl that worked for me mm-hmm. that was a hostess at Tilt to Kilt, and when it came time for her to be promoted to server. They said, no, she needed to lose weight. And she came to me and was working for me and said, can I sue them? And I said, I think you probably could. Let me double check. I called my lawyer just to ask him. All right. And he said, normally you could, 
But Tilted Kilt specifically, they don't hire servers. They hire people to play the character of the Tilted Kilt girl sure. who also serve food. So what you're, you're hiring them as characters. Therefore, you can get away with... They don't even use their real names half the time. Fitting the character. You're not fitting the character. Therefore, we're not having you do this. And it's very specific. And he only knew this because at one point he pursued opening a Tilted Kilt with another partner. All right. That's the only reason he knew this. So... There's ways around it. I don't know if Hooters approaches it that way. You should ask Kelly, because I want to ask her if she used her real name when she worked at Hooters. I think she just stopped working there like last year. But uh, when she worked, she worked at the Orlando Park one too, I'm pretty sure, if she had to change her name. Because I imagine a lot of guys would just say, hey, you know, I'm Diane, you know, so they don't follow you out in the fucking parking lot. Her name was Jimmy. <laughs> All right, we got some open forum questions from the guys. Um, okay. This kind of falls under Attorney Luke. Talk, talk. All right, let me get my diploma. Kanye West came out with a new he video. Guilty. <laughs> he's guilty. He's got a song called Famous. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. You um, say the song sucks, but the video for the song is very interesting. Uh, it is him in this very, very large bed. Okay. Kanye West sitting next to Kim Kardashian, and they're laying in bed. After It looks like after they're done having sex, just kind of like sleeping. But also in the bed are celebrity lookalikes to the T, and some of them are mannequins. Uh, Taylor Swift. Okay. George W. Bush. Okay. All these people that are public figures. That he doesn't all, like. All in bed with him, naked and sleeping. Okay. And so the question is, He's not really doing anything with these celebrities. They're just in bed with him, what looks like to be, you know, naked and after sex, and they're all sleeping. Do any of these celebrities have a case against Kanye to say, hey, I didn't let you use my face, my image in the like video, this. but it's not technically them. It's just made to look like does that. he say do, do they no, say no is... words ever stated. all right look. the only one taylor swift could have an argument because he he mentions her name taylor in the song in one of the lyrics but nobody else has a lyric so there's other people named taylor yeah um would i sue kanye west yes because i fucking hate him i think he quite possibly is a bigger douchebag than anyone i can think of I would if it was Donald Trump against Kanye West for president, I would vote for Trump twice. <laughs> There's Luke's line. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the line? It's Kanye versus Trump. Um, but look at it from the attorney standpoint. Like, real, realistically, they don't have a case because he's he didn't even do anything to them. No, in this video, nothing. Um, the movie W. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? I I saw it when it first came out okay. like, on video, and I haven't I've, seen it since. I've it me- says at the beginning that it's it's essentially made up. Yeah, most of it. Yeah. Um, there's Oliver a, there's Stone, right? a yeah there's yeah. a media. I've had people like argue with me that this really happened when I try to explain to them that you no. mentioned this before. Okay, yeah. there's there, and there's this. Okay, so you remember the scene I'm talking about where they're in the war room, where no one knows what happened in the war room. But they essentially made it like they went, we'll take over this country and this country and this yeah, country yeah. will get all their oil. And it was like the evil, you know, Yeah, like, okay. If George Bush is going to sue, I probably would have sued over that versus, 
whatever some dickhole has me a, a mannequin of me in his bed in a music video. I, I'll, let me, let me add, and let me ask you this. Oh, I, would I didn't even know they made point. music videos anymore. They still do. Believe I, it. I, well, it's I, more for the YouTube crowd than anything else. But I think I think you got a good point with George uh, W. Bush. If anybody could sue anybody, George W. Bush not only was in this video or in that movie W, he was also featured in a TV sitcom by uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone called That's My Bush that ran for, I think, two seasons on Comedy Central. Uh-huh. That was like a wacky nape. Like, they didn't defame his character. They just made him look like a goofy asshole. Yeah. And then they also had a cartoon called Little Bush that ran on Comedy I Central. Lot, I, I think a lot of it runs from ego, too. I mean, have you ever sat and listened to Bush just talk? Now, especially now that he's not president and he doesn't really have he to. He does his dog paintings. Um, he doesn't have to kind of like, <laughs> you know, politicize things and say the right things. I don't remember if I posted it on Facebook or brought it up on the show. But there was a thing, a, a documentary I watched about aid, the AIDS epidemic, mm-hmm. and That's over the years and how they've addressed the people, it, right? they've addressed it. No, no, it was very just like informational. All right, and they talked about Bush and what he did, and how I had no idea how much he actually did to fight AIDS, not only here but like in Africa. Like how much money he threw at he was trying to get a coalition together George to fight Bush it. Senior? George Bush Jr. Oh, really? And they were the, he was trying to no get a coalition and he couldn't get any other countries to support. He had thrown it put in like I don't know, a billion dollars when was this towards the, this. The early two thousands? This uh yeah, probably in his first his okay, first, first term. Um but he was he threw and then when he couldn't get other countries, he threw like another three billion like, he was like, well, fuck you. I'm going to do it anyway then because it's the right thing to do. And they and were interviewing him, and the guy's like, a lot of people don't know this about you. And he's like, well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's all presentation. He goes, you know, this – and they showed the press conferences when he announced this is what he's doing. And then, like, three weeks later, he put more money at it because he couldn't get the support. But there was – he goes, but in between that, this happened, this happened, this happened. That, so stuff gets lost. He goes – Oh, fuck he goes, yeah, dude. You know, he goes, there's a lot of things that people don't know about – their president. I'll plead ignorance on it. I've never heard of that. Yeah, so, and I was yeah. really impressed because I'm like, I had no idea. It, like, and happened, I'm a Republican. I didn't know If this. it happened in the first nine months of his presidency, it pretty much got wiped out. Yeah, when yeah, 9-11 yeah, happened. So it's, it's done. But the, the, the thing I'm kind of going to is Bush said, they said, he goes, um, you know, he goes, a lot of people didn't know this. And he goes, well, you know, there's a lot of things people don't know about their presidents. He goes, he goes, hell, he goes, before I wrote a book, people thought I couldn't even read. You know, like I that, know. and it was—he said it tongue in cheek. And it was funny because I started laughing, and he kind of chuckles, you know. But that's the kind of guy that he like. He—he's like whatever, fucking make fun of me. I don't care. You know what I mean? He's just a—I don't think he's someone that feeds needs to feed off of that. Where he looks and goes, you know, oh Kanye West is making fun of me. I better go. He's like probably like no, he probably I, sees it and goes. I think if anybody, Whatever, if anybody has a, Taylor Swift has a legitimate lyric in the video, not not her singing it about her, and um, the lyric, and I'm it's not, I'm just paraphrasing. It goes something along the lines of, "I might eventually fuck Taylor. I made that bitch famous," and I think that's the closing part. Now, wow, like if anything is kind of provocative of that, that's kind of fucked up, right? To just call out somebody's name and say you're going to fuck her and I made you famous, that's like old rap battle shit to a basically a 22-year-old white girl. 
doesn't make any sense, dude. I, nothing that dude says makes sense. I know. He's got $30 million, but he needs more money because he needs his, his art. I would like to see her sue him, just for the fuck of it, just for shits and giggles. All right, um, let's zap through these. Stephen Barter writes, what is the most patriotic movie? Most patriotic movie. movie. It's Um, a fucking good one because Rocky Four. Rocky Four is Rocky Four is fucking nationalistic. The Russians start rooting for America by the end of that fucking movie. That's Um, the most patriotic movie. You know, it's a good uh, uh, American Sniper is very patriotic. I've never seen it yet. Oh, it's a really good movie. Um, Rocky Four is a good one. Red Dawn. Red Dawn. All right. Um. God, I mean, there's the Patriot, but I mean, that's Mel Gibson and that's just basically Braveheart in America. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Same fucking movie, just with stars and bars. Um, um, How about uh, Saving Private Ryan's pretty patriotic? I was Um, trying to figure out the war movie that was on the tip of my tongue. Saving Private Ryan is that that bleeds America right there. Yeah. you know, you probably get a lot of those old uh, movies that my grandpa would love with uh, with What's-His-Face, uh, the guy with all the westerns. Why like The Dirty Dozen? Yeah. No, the, the war movies back in... Is that... Um, fuck. Clap with one hand. Uh, I can't think of his name. He was in all those westerns, but he was in a lot of war movies before that. He's like every guy's man's man. You Clint know Eastwood? Talking? Not Clint Eastwood. He's older than Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood? <laughs> Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I can't think of him. I'll probably think of it by the fucking time. All right. Um. <laughs> oh, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> we got some topics for who gives a shit. Uh, should we care about Uber taking over market share from cabbies? A lot no. of cabbies are going crazy that Uber's fucking up their game. No. And I think that's called the Pony Express syndrome. Uh, Pony Express, obviously, is the old mail system. Mm-hmm. And then when uh, Telegraph started getting sent, they fucking destroyed uh, the business of the Pony Express. And the U.S. Post Office complained uh, back in the really late 90s that email was fucking up their shit. It's called technology. It, yeah. just, it just happens. It's and called, Uber yeah. is a nice, convenient way to get around where you don't have to fucking listen to somebody's... Uh, you know, shitty music, and, you know, in most cases, it's nice to, you know, uh, not get that cabby smell, because cabs are fucking nasty, dude. Mm -hmm. Every one of them I've ever been in has never been a clean cab. It's always been, like, run down, the same car that's been around for 15 years. I can't... I was in a cab once that hit a fucking bus in Chicago when I was going to the Field Museum. It was me and the cabbie in the car. He hit a bus... It was a pace bus, and it wasn't like a full-on collision. It was just a nudge. The cabbie kept driving. Mm. He dropped me off at the Field Museum, and he's like, that would be $14. And I go, I'm not paying you a cent. You hit a car. No. You didn't pay him? I did not fucking pay him. I was like, dude, you didn't didn't even address it. That was the worst part. You just hit that guy. Nothing. So, no, I'm not paying you, dude. Did he hit you? No. He yelled at me, and I was like, I'm not fucking paying you a cent. What are you going to do? Say, oh, this guy didn't pay me? I'm like, dude, you got in an accident in the middle of my ride. Say, no, I didn't. <laughs> I think the dent on his car would be a, a little bit more on my side. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't pay the guy because that'd be like not paying your dinner bill because 
it's your okay. wa- your waiter spilled a drink on someone not in your group. No, I don't think it's the same. You spilled a drink on someone over I, at that table. So I can't. I can't be physically harmed by the drink spill. Here we go. Best era of music from Adam. I'm becoming more partial to 80s shit, but the best era of music is between 1967 and 1976. And yeah, closes off right around there. So. I think I think probably mid to mid 60s to mid 70s is probably. It's the and golden and era, what man. I what I base it on is it was a new kind of music. It was a. I mean, you can't say the '80s is fun, but it's a lot of one-hit wonders, and it's really not. It's a different style. It's not. It's very like repetitive. Sort of. There's no depth to it. It doesn't take a lot to do it. Yeah. Um, the people that played music a in lot that of sound era machines, were beat yeah. Machines, so and people that played music in that era, it was original. They played the music. There were some really fucking talented people, and. The music carries over because we still listen to that. It's still pretty. I was going to say. Can, you can put on Pink Floyd. You can put party. on Led Zeppelin. And 95% of the people are going to go, that's Led Zeppelin. That's Pink Floyd. That's, you know, The Doors. We know that music. Um, yeah, No, I, I mean, that's. And, and, you know, the people that sample still sample that music. They're, you know, they're the, going back to the so, well. Yeah, the guitar stuff like that. It's, there's not a lot of original ideas. I mean, there's there's very little talent in someone who just, you know, sits at a machine and takes music from other people and plays it. There's plenty of rappers out there that have taken those rock bands and they've taken portions of that what music and f- rapped over it. What God's was sake. the first, the big turning point for be, rap? Uh, Run, DMC Run DMC doing Walk This Aerosmith. Way. And they took an, and I remember that you, if you listen to Steven Tyler tell that story and they were like, fuck, they're going to take our mute. They're trying to take our song. And Steven Tyler said, was had enough forethought to go, hey, this is a you know, this is cool. You know, yeah. they're they're honoring us. They're taking our music they're putting a different spin on it. And it's a whole different style. Now, granted, I wish he never did because I hate fucking hip hop and rap music. I love hip hop and rap music because you're a dork. But <laughs> the point is. He had enough forethought to go. Hey, it's a, it's they're fucking breaking through with something different. Well, what he what what those two bands did when that was introduced is they took all these kids that had never heard rock music before, and you know all these kids that had never heard rap music before, and then they merged those audiences. Sure, and that was the key. Like, wait a second, there's no reason anybody should just have to listen to one genre of music. But I think everything does stem from that 1964. Seven to nineteen seventy six sure. era, right in that spot. It's like the sweet spot of everything. I, I I took a class in college called Pop Music and Culture. Sure. And what it did was we would read books, and then we'd listen to music from the era, and then we would connect the eras and show how you know um, how rock came from blues. Okay. And you know, but it it kind of it was really interesting because you'd read a book and go, "This reflects this." What what kind of music was around at this time that you know, and how did they? And it, you move through the, you know, the generations and whatnot. Yeah, it was inter- It was a very interesting. Climb. Elvis Stowe, he appropriated. Um, okay, uh, I'm going to save some of these. Um, so, our, our good friend Ryan Madigan, who is the professional guest on all the other shows, Ryan's a great guy. Um, yeah, this is right up your alley, uh, Luke. So apparently, Ryan's on a dating site. Okay, which one? Uh, it doesn't specify. I need to know. He really doesn't. It's a, um, 
this is their their profile on a dating site. One of the people is it's acceptable to judge people who use the wrong two two or two, which is T O T O O T W O. Yes. And there, there, and there. Yes. <laughs> Even more specific if they're putting that in their dating profile yes. dating website. Yes. Red flag? Yes. <laughs> it is acceptable. You can judge them all the fuck. So I will judge them even if it's not on a dating website. Okay. And yes. He, and he writes this. And how would you react if someone sent you this message? I am not making this up. This is the screenshot of the message I got at one of these sites. Why don't you read that to me? Hi, Luke? you're cute. <laughs> and specify the your is why you are. Yeah, yeah. How See, would I react? Yeah. Would you, on would a dating you, website? How hot is she? Exactamundo. <laughs> what does she look like? Does she got enough points on one side to overcome the There's lack of curve. points on the other? There's sure. a bell curve. Sure. Have you yeah. seen that? Have you seen that thing on YouTube about the guy doing the scale of yeah. the, that is? It's <laughs> hilarious. Girl named Tiffany or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bitch crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we put girls named Tiffany and Heather. <laughs> and then here he goes. No, I met this girl. She's great and she's she's super cool and she's hot. He said, "You got to be careful there, because you got yourself a tranny." <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, you know it, that is definitely a stipulation. I, I, and you may think I'm shallow because of this. On a website, when I was doing the dating websites, I came across a girl who I looked. I'm like, she's cute. She went through her whole little thing, and at the end, she's like, "I'd like to meet someone that doesn't have children." Just my preference, and I, 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 which was fine. Sure. Ended with I don't want any baby mama drama. <laughs> I immediately deleted her profile. <laughs> Sounds like a win. Here, wait. Can I? Can I, this is a woman that's in her thirties. I do not accept anyone over nineteen using the term baby mama. All right. Well, um, let's let's be fair. Let's okay. Be fair. Hang on. I'm not done with I'm my sorry. evaluation I you were done. I apologize. here. I apologize. I apologize. No. 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 Um. Now you made me lose my time. Sorry, time I did a Jared Fogle. You fogled me. <laughs> we waited an hour. <laughs> Got it in there. All right. Um, baby drama, mama. You won't date anybody that's under thirty years old. That uh, over thirty years old that uses. Well, I won't phrase. date anybody now because I'm married. Yeah, but that point. in that moment, I went. Nope. Don't want to hear it. I was dating somebody. And got completely turned off because she used the term playa, which one is a stupid term. Two sounded ridiculous coming out of her mouth because that's the only word that she spoke that way. Ah. So it's like that Spanish newscaster that speaks perfect English (laughs) until she gets to a Spanish word then has the most. This is Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, hello. Welcome to the evening news. I'm Michelle Rodriguez. Okay. That's what it sounded like. Come and I fucking on. looked at her when she said that. I go, playa? You got a PhD, Luke? Playa hated degree? Yep. All right. Well, I was. I, let's, let's go back to Ryan's conundrum here because it really depends on what you are looking for. Obviously, if it's a dating site, you're looking for somebody you can date on, I would imagine, a consistent basis. Maybe you get a girlfriend out of it. If you're on something like Tinder... Which Jonah tells me is now becoming a dating web. I'd say bullshit. If you're if you're just going to go out and you want somebody to fuck, I think you can take grammar out of it. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. If well, there's a means you- to an end, 
your and your and your, you can you can throw that out the window. It depends because... on what she looks like. <laughs> I guess we got a little uh, Dr. Luke in there, too. Listen to all the shows on a disease network. I'm um, that just happened. Something gate the vag dialogues. Das drunks and the mothership. You're going to get a disease. Follow the art of Nick Prohl featuring Dark County on Facebook. Follow You're Going to Disease on Facebook and find us on Stitcher, iTunes, um, Google Play Music, and a lot of other places. Just type in You're Going to Get a Disease on your Google search bar and you'll find it and share it with your goddamn friends. We want to go viral, right, Luke? All right, for Luke and Nick and Imaginary Jonah. Da. Da, Jonah. Da. <laughs> go get a disease, everybody. Later. Fogel. You go a whole show. We don't say his name. Oh, you fogled me. <laughs> and by that I mean molested me when I was under under eighteen. <laughs> Quality.